Coast FM. Now, yesterday we spoke to various groups about concerns relating to a proposed major transport bridge in Bray. And Pete Weatherburn, the vet from uh, Old Connor Avenue, is here from Bray Vet. And um, Pete has started a petition and joins us now. You're very welcome, Pete. Thanks for dropping in. Good morning, Declan. We heard different concerns. We heard one from residents uh, of uh, the locale where this bridge would be about uh, buses turning, about a proposed uh, Lewis stop, all sorts of transport issues. Uh, We heard from uh, the SWAP group who are concerned about the infrastructure, the bridge, and what it might mean to flooding in Little Bray. Uh, But we also heard from a contributor who was very worried about the plight of swans. And uh, the gentleman in question had uh, experience of the Samuel Beckett Bridge as well. So, the proposed bridge and the danger to swans. Outline it to us. Well, you have to look at a picture of the bridge, really, and what you'll see is that it's like a it's like a curve, like a shape of a hill, really. Um, and um, under, underneath the curve, there's lots of vertical lines. So, if you can imagine, like it looks like about every... every um, metre to two metres, there's a, a vertical cable coming down. And that goes across the whole width of the bridge. So, if you can imagine, if, if you're a swan flying, um, the spaces between the vertical cables look like they're almost too narrow to fly through. Because mm, they've uh, a long uh, wingspan, don't they? A wide one. A yeah. very wide wingspan. Yeah. But as well as that, what we know is that swans aren't good um, at looking straight ahead. Their eyes are on the side of their heads and they're good at peripheral vision, but they're not good at straight ahead vision. So we know that already swans are prone to flying into cables compared to other birds. And already there's one horizontal cable over the existing dart line in that area. And we regularly come across swans that have hit this single horizontal cable and crashed down onto the dart line injured. Um, So that's already a problem. Now, instead of one horizontal cable, which is fairly easy to avoid, um, there's looks like there's about 15 vertical cables right in the path of the swans. And the concern is that this will just cause endless swans to fly into it and to crash to the ground, hitting the... Apart from the injuries to the swans, they're going to be a, a danger to the, the people walking over the bridge and a danger to the buses going backwards and forwards over the bridge. So it looks like a really obvious problem. Now, thing is this, Declan, I have no doubt that some people who designed this bridge have reflected on this and have reached some sorts of conclusions. But, and what's been missing from this debate about this bridge has been the feedback from these people. Like, what are they thinking of? Why are they choosing a bridge like that? Why are they not choosing a, an alternative design without vertical cables? I mean, have they thought about it and said, well... We don't think the swans are going to bang into the cables. Have they thought about that? Have they have they made that point? Nobody's come forward and said that. There's nobody arguing in favour of this design, and I really don't understand that. Why are they doing it? And why won't they tell us why they're doing it? The Samuel Beckett Bridge it doesn't have as many swans up there in, in, on the River Liffey. It's a beautiful bridge. It's in the shape of a harp. Mm. Um, but I, I hear that there are injuries too to, to swans trying to uh, yes. cross that bridge. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, one, one of the campaigners against the Bray Bridge is actually somebody who who's had to deal with a lot of swan casualties and fatalities 
after they've hit the Samuel Beckett Bridge in the middle of Dublin. So, and that's an area where there aren't many swans. Right here in Bray, we know that there's over a hundred swans live in the harbour. Like just last night when I was cycling home from work, I looked down at that area and I could see there were like uh, a dozen or twenty swans swimming along the river. And I know that if I'd gone down towards them, they'd have taken off and they'd have flown exactly through where this bridge will go to get down to the harbour because that's what they do all the time. So it just, I can't get the logic of it. Mm. Um, and I, and I, um, I mean, I have to say, I'd be open to being, you know, to, to hearing, well, what is the logic? But so far, we've heard no feedback at all, other than that um, we, what, what happened was that the, the, the council, they did um, something called a, um, a, an ecological impact assessment report, which concluded that there will be no significant impact on fauna. But... Like they're looking at the wrong thing. I think they're looking at the wrong thing. Okay, and so I, I, listen, is there an alternative? They, well, first of all, they I mean, should... it's a lovely bridge. It's, oh, it's I, absolutely I, I, gorgeous. It's a beautiful bridge, and I think that's part of why they probably want it is because it is lovely. It looks great, and people coming in the dark will look over and see this lovely bridge, and you know it'll add to the the beauty of Bray. Great, but um, what I can't understand is that why a full, detailed environmental impact assessment report is not being carried out because that's what happens when there is an issue a potential issue that's what normally happens in the planning process and, un- and unfortunately I'm on board Panola looked at this and they 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 they, they felt that um they, they they agreed there may be a collision risk of bird species. They may. But they they agreed that there may be a risk, but they considered that the issue wasn't significant nature in itself that would require a fully detailed environmental impact assessment report. And I don't... And they reckon that there's a means of addressing this under what's called the Part 8 process. What the Part 8 process is simply that the local authority look at it. And my view is, well, look, if the, local author- if the local authority have already said, yeah, we like this bridge, why are they going to look at the Swan issue again under the Part 8 process? I can't understand why, why, why Board Panola think that they will do that. But look, there's going to be a meeting tomorrow night. There's going to be a Zoom meeting, so that means yeah. everybody can attend. And if you want to go to that Zoom meeting, you should send an email to savebray2021 at gmail.com. That's savebray2021 at gmail.com. And we'd like to get as many people as possible at that Zoom meeting. The councillors are attending, a number of the councillors are attending, so this is everybody's chance to have their say uh, um, and, and, you know, to get their own opinion across. And is there an alternative for the bridge? I mean, the bridge... The infrastructure is needed, a brick wall type of bridge. Is that, is that any good? Well, I, I don't... See, I... I, I You've got to have a bridge. You've got to have a starting point that you need the bridge. Yes, you need a bridge. And I, and I, I, I put up a post on Bray Open Forum on, on Facebook, and this was discussed, and somebody put up a, a really helpful um, website with all the different types of bridge structures that can be included. And there, there are a wide number of different types. Um, and I'm not an engineer... I, d- I don't know for for a, a bridge of that span um, carrying buses. It obviously, has to be a strong bridge. But does that mean that you need to have multiple overhead cables like that, or not? I don't know. And like I say, what's missing from this debate is feedback from people who know this stuff, who can say to us, "Look, this is why we're doing this, and this is why we don't think there's going to be such a problem for the swans." But we're hearing no arguments like that at all. It's just like they're ploughing ahead without actually engage But you know there's no people. answer to that. I mean the swans are going to be detrimentally impacted by it. But, you uh, know that. I, 
it seems really obvious to me, but perhaps they've considered it and perhaps they've come up with no, some No, don't know. Hold on, Pete. They, they, they haven't thought of the swans. That's the thing. They've gone for the design. There's, well, that's, okay, if you leave so, those things up there, you're damaging the swans. That's, that's the that's, way it is. Well, that, that's my, where we've arrived at. My view is that that's likely what's happened, is that simply they're saying the swans aren't important enough. We're not going to bother and about it. what about the, the snails on, on the N7, M7? I mean, there was had to be changes there, and people might laugh at it and say oh, they, they had to redesign the road to let the swans cross and all that sort of stuff. And there's been a lot of work being done to allow cattle and deer. There's even um, tunnels under the uh, Glen of the Downs, as far as I know, for mm. animals to well, to get under that. Um, animals are, they're an important part of our environment. Well, there are certainly hundreds of swans that live in the, are, down in the harbour as part of Bray because you're stuck on one particular design that's detrimental to them. But we need the bridge. I've heard some people say swans aren't important, they'll just go somewhere else. Um, and I, you know, I think it's likely that they will just go somewhere else because the ones that are here will be killed. So I think that is true, but I think it would be a huge loss to Bray. I think the swans in Bray Harbour are a really big attraction to, to, to that part of Bray. People love them um, and local residents really appreciate them. They're beautiful birds, elegant, um, lovely to look at, and they have very happy lives Can they be moved there. then? Or all they well, no, well, well, of course if you... Can you move it, their it, homes? Can you just <laughs> condemn their home and move them to another home? Yeah, well, if you destroy their environment, they will move somewhere else. But, I mean, that's that's the wrong thing. I mean, they're a, they're a very pleasant and engaging part of our environment here in Bray, and I think we should do... We should make simple changes that allow them to stay there. And, you know, somebody should say to us, like, why they can't use an alternative design of bridge. Is it just because they've gone so far with this design, they're saying, well, we spent 30 grand designing that now, we don't want to change? What is the answer? Nobody's telling us this stuff. Who's funding it? I don't don't know. We need transparency here. Transport Infrastructure Ireland, something like that? I don't know. And I've no idea how much they pay a, a, an architect for designing the first designs and how much... Yeah, but the, the architect probably works. did a beautiful design, probably didn't know, you know, just saying that there's a bridge, just build a bridge over a, over a, a river, um, and it's mm. great, it's a lovely bridge. But the relevance to the, the future of part of Bray is the problem. It's a problem. And I, we need to some answers to these questions, and so... I'm hoping that tomorrow night's meeting, somebody will be there. Will the council chief executive be there? Will somebody with responsibility be there? Somebody who can actually say to us, you know, answer the questions that we have and tell us something positive instead of just us being left to assume that the reason this is happening is that they don't care about um, the swans and, and aren't bothered if they go away. All right. Okay. Um, Humans haven't a great record when it comes to animals, so uh, the best to look with that one. Mm. You know? Yes. Okay. Um, Okay. I see. I wonder. I don't know if I have time to go to that piece. Um, okay. Rapeseed is something that just people talk about. Okay, can you give me thirty seconds on rapeseed? Thirty seconds is that it's not nearly as big an issue as people think it is. These big fields with yellow flowers. Yeah, a, there was a meme going around that it's disastrous and toxic for dogs. It really, really isn't. If your dog charges through for hours, so they come out 
dusted yellow all over. Of course, there's some risk of being slightly irritated by it. That's only common sense. But for most dogs, rapeseed's not an issue at all. OK. Thank you very much indeed. That is Pete Weatherburn. You'll find Pete at Bravet on Old Connor Avenue or his website of Pete the Vet, PeteTheVet.com.